Continuing with Group 2, The Hound Group, in Season 2. Finnish Spitz, Origin and Purpose. The Finnish Spitz is the national dog of Finland and is the object of intense national pride. It is said that the breed reflects the verve and vitality necessary for survival in the Scandinavian North. Since earliest times, it has been used as a natural bark pointer for hunting small game and game birds. General appearance. The Finnish Spitz, with its glorious red-gold coat, bold carriage, and lively expression, presents a fox-like picture. It has a squarish, symmetrical body with no exaggerated features. The pointed muzzle, small, erect ears, dense coat, and curled tail denote its northern heritage. The dog's whole being shows liveliness, especially the eyes, ears, and tail. Males should be decidedly masculine in appearance, without coarseness. Females should be decidedly feminine in appearance, without over-refinement. Temperament. Active and alert, but reserved and sensitive. Traditionally, the Finnish Spitz is courageous, but, like a creature of the forest, that courage is tempered with caution. Size. Dogs are from 17.5 to 19.5 inches, or 44 to 50 centimeters, at the shoulder weighing from 31 to 35 pounds, or 14 to 16 kg. The bitches are 15 and a half to 17 and a half inches, or 39 to 45 centimeters at the shoulder, weighing 22 to 29 pounds, or 10 to 13 kg. Coat and color. The Finnish Spitz is double-coated, on the head and front of legs, the coat is shorter and close. On the body and back of legs, it is coarse, longish, and semi-erect or erect. It is stiffer on the neck and back. Outer coat on shoulders is considerably longer and coarser, particularly in males. On back of thighs and on tail, hair should be longer and dense. Undercoat is short, soft, and dense. No trimming is allowed, not even whiskers. Color, on the back, reddish-brown or reddish-gold, preferably bright. The hair on inner sides of ears, cheeks, under the muzzle, on the breast, abdomen, behind the shoulders, inside the legs, back of thighs, and underside of tail, is of lighter shades. Undercoat, also a light color, making the whole coat glow. White markings on toes and a narrow strip of white on chest is permitted but not desired. Black hair on lips and sparse separate black pointed hairs on back and tail are permitted, even desirable. Puppies may have a good many black hairs which decrease with age, black on tail persisting longer. Head the head is medium-sized and clean-cut. It is longer than it is broad, in the ratio of seven to four. The forehead is slightly arched, and the stop pronounced. The muzzle is narrow, seen from above and from the sides, evenly tapered. Nose is pitch black. 
Lips are tightly closed and thin. Scissors bite. Missing teeth undesirable. Eyes are medium-sized, lively, preferably dark, almond-shaped, with black rims. They are set slightly aslant, with outer corners tilted upwards. Ears are small, erect, sharply pointed. When alert, the ears should be parallel, upward-standing, open towards the front, and very mobile. Neck. The neck is muscular, of medium length. It appears shorter in males due to the heavier ruff. Forequarters. The shoulders of the finished spits are straight when compared to most other breeds. The legs are strong and straight. The slope of the pasterns is 25 to 30 degrees. Feet are tight, round, and cat-like. Long hair feet and splayed feet are undesirable. Removal of dew claws is optional body. This is almost square in outline. The back is short, level, and strong. Chest is deep. The belly is slightly drawn up. The finished spits should be in hard muscular condition. Any looseness or sloppiness should be faulted. Hind quarter. The thighs are muscular. Hocks are of medium length, straight, and parallel. The stifles should be slightly to moderately bent in balance to the angulation of the shoulder assembly. A severely straight stifle or any unsoundness in the stifle joint, patellar luxation, must be severely penalized. Cat feet, as in the forequarters, rear dew claws must be removed. Tail. The tail is plumed and curves vigorously from its root in an arch, forward, downward, then backward, pressing against the middle part of the thigh. The end of the tail should not hang vertically downward, nor should it curl around in a complete circle or corkscrew. When straightened, the tip of the tailbone reaches to the hock. Gait. The finished spitch is quick and light on its feet. It steps out briskly, trots with lively grace, and tends to single track as the speed increases. <clears throat> Fault. Number one, any departure from the foregoing points should be considered a fault, and seriousness of the fault should be in exact proportion to the degree. Two, soft, short, or wavy coat, unclear color, too much white, muscular or coarse head, Undershot or overshot bite, missing teeth, light eyes, runny or weepy eyes, ears set too low or too close together, long or excessive hair inside the ears, weak pinched or bowed fronts, weak pasterns, flat, splayed or long feet, sloppy muscular condition, roach, dipped or long back, long hocks, Cowhawks, severely straight stifle joint, slipping stifles, patellar luxation, unsound hawk action, low tail set, too curly tail, short tail. Because the Fitz is a hunting dog, unsoundness in carriage is to be faulted. Number four, since trimming is a human fault, a dog with any trimming whatsoever should not be disqualified 
but should not receive any major award.